Welcome back to the RIJ Podcast 2024 edition. The first episode of 2024. Holy shit. Um, you know, I hope everyone had a, a great holiday season. Um, and by holiday, I mean Christmas, of course. Unless you're Jewish, and then I mean Hanukkah. And unless you're African, and then I mean Kwanzaa. Or whatever you believe, okay? It's whatever you want. You can believe whatever you want. But I hope you had a great holiday season. Welcome back to the RAJ Podcast. I know it's been a minute since we filmed an episode. Um, but I really wanted to start 2024 off with a bang. And I have a list here. I have a list. A list of the biggest losers of 2023. I mean, maybe we'll do a biggest winners of 2023. But it's important to talk about the losers. Who were the biggest losers of 2023? The entire year. Not just some of it, all of it. Like the whole fucking thing. Who lost the most? And I think it's a pretty easy list. I think most people won't be surprised by who I've I've come up with as the biggest losers. But we're going to talk about that today on the RIJ podcast. Again, Hope you all had a great holiday season. Uh, appreciate those who continue to listen. Um, you know, it's it's a podcast that's growing fairly slow, but it's it's a podcast that's growing, right? I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes we get some new viewers in here and there, and it's nice to see. And I appreciate everyone who continues to tune in week after week. Of course, I'm not forgetting about you guys. Um, but I also appreciate the folks who just tune in for the first time, and they're like, what the fuck is this? And maybe they leave, and they're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> And they're like, well, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is this? I mean, you know, we have a lot of questions about fuck. So anyway, to get started. So who are my biggest losers of 2023? We're going to go in order. Okay, this is in order, right? Um, number one that I have is is the biggest loser of all. Of all the people, who's the biggest loser, in your opinion, in 2023? Send me your list at RAJ Podcast. Number one, the number one, not one, the number one at gmail.com and you're like what about that mailbag okay fuck the mailbag episode i'm getting to it all right good lord anyway i'll probably get into it is i mean in this one i mean maybe i will i don't know we'll see what happens so my biggest loser my number one biggest loser of 2023 is disney disney's the biggest loser of 2023 now, I'm going to give more than what other people will give. I watch other commentators and they say the only Disney success of this year was Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I don't agree with that. And the, here's why. The, the, the other success that they had was Avatar. And you're going to tell me, well, Avatar came out in December of 2022. That's correct. But the finishing totals were not posted until the end of January of 2023. So they just scooted by on that one. They just get a little scoot in there, bitches. But they deserve credit where credit is due. Now, I know people will say, well, Avatar is a 20th Century Fox property. That is correct. Yes, it is. I mean, they bought it, but you're correct. That's a 20th Century Fox product. And they were already in, uh, I think, post-production by the time that Disney acquired the rights to it. Or they are at least filming or something. So Disney didn't have their hands in this one. But yet they got to take the credit for it. And they also got to reap the benefits because they paid for Fox. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to say that they had two marginally effective sequels because both are sequels, right? I mean, I think so. <laughs> I mean, look at it. Avatar is a sequel to the, to the first one, which came out 60 years later. So, I mean, if you even remember the first one, that's great for you. Um, and Guardians, obviously, is the James Gunn uh, basically magnum opus his last one uh in the 
in the Guardian series, and I liked it. I thought it was a really good film. I really did. I thought they did a great job with it. It was a good send-off for our characters. Um, and I just think all around, I think that James Gunn did a great job with the series, and I give him 69 points of credit for that. So good job, James. Um, but where did they lose? Well, on everything else, literally everything else. And it kind of started in 2022. The backlash against Disney started in 2022, but it culminated in 2023. The estimates that I have, the lowest estimate that I can find is that Disney's lost a billion dollars in 2023. Now, that's not taking into account their stock price. That's not taking into account anything other than their actual uh, movies that they put on the street, right? They lost a billion dollars. Now, in my opinion, it's a lot more than that. Well, why, Robbie J? Why would you say that? Because they lie, just like everyone else. I'm not saying that Disney is alone in the lying. I think every corporate entity lies. They lie to their shareholders on purpose. It's called fraud, but it's lying, right? And what? And you're like, well, what's what's the lie exactly? Well, I'll tell you. The lie is that they that they only lost a billion dollars. In my estimation, it's between one point five and two billion dollars. That's how much they've lost this year because they cooked the books, and they're in a lot of trouble for cooking the books too. They have they have various lawsuits and everything going on. I, I Again, I know, and I've, I've been promising a Disney episode where I go into all this because they have, I think, at least five or six lawsuits going at the moment. Um, one is for literal fraud um, with with issues with Florida. We'll get into that at another time. Um, it's their box office returns. Their parks have not been doing well. I mean, they're pretty much getting hit in all directions, right? All directions they're getting hit. Uh, they got sued for Indiana Jones uh, and the dial of dickhead because they apparently used a bag from a manufacturer and claimed it was from a different manufacturer. So they're in a lot of trouble for that. A lot going on with Disney right now. A lot going. So anyway, again, we'll get into that later. But that's basically Disney's the number one loser of 2023 with an estimated loss between one and two billion dollars. Again, not accounting for stocks. If we throw in stocks in there, they probably lost about 60 bajillion dollars by this point. But we're going to go just by box office returns and just by what the movies they put out that have been absolute stinkers. It's just true. And as we saw, the Marvels was a huge blowout. You hate to see that. I mean, I didn't. I loved it. I, I was literally laughing because, you know, beforehand, uh, it was kind of like the the culmination of everything we said that was true was actually true. And this happens a lot, I find. It's it's very it's very often that this happens where, you know, folks on the right will say something and the left will go, oh, conspiracy! And then two or three months later, oh, yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for that. Appreciate it. Um, we knew we were right a while ago, but that's okay. Which was basically that Miss um, Marvel was a flop. And you're like, no, get, get the fuck, do your research. Miss Marvel, that wasn't a flaw. That made a billion dollars. No, what we said was true. There's no lasting appeal for that character. The issue was, is that it fell between two of the biggest movies in Marvel history. And that's why it did so well. Because people thought, well, I have to see that to know what's going to happen in Endgame. So it was a big, you know, it was a big discussion. I mean, somebody said that something was going to happen and it didn't. Okay, well, you know, I mean, you get the idea. But yes, Disney's my number one loser for 2023. Um, and honestly, it's the message, bro. They put the message into everything, and I think people are tired of it. They really are. Look at look at what Wonka did. Wonka kept off the message, and look how good that's doing. It didn't start off good, but check out those numbers. You want to see something. It keeps surging. It did a dip, and then it came back. 
Never seen that before. So because people are tired of wokeness, which brings me to my second loser of the year, wokeness. Wokeness lost all across the board in 2023. All kinds of places from, uh, I don't know, school boards to movies to uh, entertainment, just across the board. Wokeness was a big loser in 2023. It just was. Wokeness is trash. And listen, as I said, as I've said a hundred times, it really doesn't matter what type of characters that you put into something. It doesn't matter what your point of view is for those characters. All of those things are okay as long as you tell a good story. If you tell a reasonably good story, people are going to tune in week to week. They don't care about whether or not it has woke stuff in it. Ultimately, they don't. They don't care if there's if there's liberal themes. Every movie since the beginning of history has had liberal themes in it. I mean, what the fuck? You can't find a movie without liberal themes. Fucking Avatar, for Christ's sake, was about environmentalism. It just is. But you know what? Those are good movies. I like them. I don't care. Uh, you can preach all day, but if you if you bring a good story to the table, now people will argue with me. Avatar sucks. Okay. In your opinion, that's fine. But it made $2 billion. So apparently more people are with me than you. But either way, right? I mean, is it... You know, and I hate when people say this and I'm about to I was about to do it. I was about to say, well, it's not the best movie ever made. I hate when people say that, like you have to quantify it. I like what I like and you like what you like. And that's OK. Right. It doesn't have to. We don't have to argue whether it's the best movie ever made. I mean, we just sound like pretentious asses. Just you like what you like. I like what I like. And the box office returns are the box office returns. And you know what? Sometimes movies that I hated like Barbie, I wasn't going to see Barbie, but that made a billion dollars. So people liked it. So I'm going to go with that, right? This isn't a win. This isn't a tit for tat. True is true. And you could be like, well, Barbie was a big wokeness movie. Yes and no. Yes, it dealt with things about patriarchy and stuff like that. But what did Barbie do that the other ones didn't? Told a story that resonated with people. That's my point. When you tell a good story, even if it has woke elements, even if it talks about patriarchy and how Ken has a penis and that he's the worst in the world, it still told a story that resonated with girls and women. And whether you like it or not, it made a billion dollars. It just did. So credit where credit is due. That was an example of a woke movie that did well. But I still think, and you're like, well, then how can wokeness be, how can wokeness be a big loser then? Because you can name one example out of all of the 500 that happened in 2023 that were good for wokeness. That's the only one that I can think of. Wokeness destroyed college campuses with the Israel, Israeli and Hamas conflict. Uh, as I said, wokeness destroyed school boards because they started pulling uh, content that's inappropriate for children from schools. I guess we can have that discussion at some point. Um, wokeness backfired on Biden. I mean, let's be honest. Everything, everything that wokeness has touched has been destroyed in 2023. It just has. I'm sorry, there are very few examples, if any, other than Barbie, where I can see a success for wokeness. So I'm going to label wokeness as my number two biggest loser of 2023. Next one. Oh, I'm glad you asked. Bud Light is the third biggest loser of 2023. You see, you see, when you have a beer brand that appeals to college men um, and you take a nuclear dump onto those college men, do you really think that they're going to continue to buy your brand? Well, we found out in 2023, they will not. And not only that, now I've heard the boycott has been ended, quote unquote, the end of the boycott, Rob, the end of the boycott. We well, can get fucked because I'll tell you, I mean, I'll be honest. I never bought Bud Light before this. I'm not a Bud Light guy. I think it tastes like someone pissed in it. I'm, it's not for me, right? 
But there are a lot of people who like Bud Light. And that's fine with me. I don't really care. But after they came out with Dylan Mulvaney, I said, I don't really want to be around anyone who drinks Bud Light. And in fact, my neighbor, he inconveniently wore an Anheuser an Anheuser t-shirt to our 4th of July celebration. <laughs> and I told him he needed to go home and change. That's a true story, by the way. Hashtag Miss Nick. Hashtag Anheuser Bush. <laughs> Hashtag big failures for Fourth of July. I mean, look, it's my country's birthday, and you're coming around with that with with that T-shirt. Get out of here with that crap. The fuck in your house and go change, you big bitch. So we made fun of him all night. It was great. I loved it. It was a great time. Had a great time making fun of Miss Nick, making him feel embarrassed for for wearing that that silly shirt. Um, the next biggest loser of 2023 is the Republican establishment. Whoa, the Republican establishment. You didn't think as a right winger I would go there, but I did. Yes, the Republicans are big losers this year for many reasons. One is the, lose, the loss of the speakership. Another one is the loss of, of, uh, of various races throughout the country. And the other is the loss of, um, very simply, the abortion debate in Ohio. Now, in my opinion, and this is just coming from, you know, Robbie J, of course. In my opinion, these things were done on purpose. I do believe that. I think that what is happening right now, which is what is happening in the Democrat Party, is that you have establishment elites versus everyone else. Now, on the Democrat side of the House, the establishment elites are fighting these woke, crazy people. And in my opinion, I think that the woke, crazy people are winning in the Democrat side, which is kind of crazy to me if you think about it. But I think that they're winning. Because I think the Democrats have lost their goddamn minds. But anyway, sure, we could say the same thing about Republicans. They've lost their goddamn minds. Yes, that's absolutely true. But the Republican Party is a party built upon failure. That's just what it is. It's the party of failures and the party of losers. That's really what Republicans are. So if you want to vote for a loser, you're going to vote for a Republican. Okay? That's just what you do. Because they really don't have any morals or standards or anything. It's all a show. And that's the same thing is true. And I know some people will be like, the Democrat. Yeah, I get it. The Democrats are losers too. But we're talking about the Republicans and especially the establishment. But there was no big, bigger middle finger to the establishment to the re than the removal of Speaker McCarthy from the speakership. That, to me, was a big F.U. to the Republican establishment. And we saw all the pundits, to include some people that I was very surprised about, we saw all the pundits come out, oh, my God, who's going to be the end of the Republican Party? And I kept saying the same thing over and over again. In a few months, which it's been since it happened, in a few months, no one's even going to remember this goddamn story. And literally, a few weeks later, what happened? the Israel-Hamas conflict, and everyone forgot about it. Of course, because welcome to politics. That's politics. That is politics. A, a, a YouTuber that I watch always says that a day in politics is like an eon everywhere else. And it's true. Politics moves at a different speed than real life. We forget about the things that happened a couple weeks ago in politics because politics is always churning. Always churning. You can't keep track of this shit. And as such, because we can't keep track of this shit, um, you just, you, I mean, I just say you, like the unilateral, like the, 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 the dopey demis out there, not Democrats, like dopey demi, like, like, oh, my name is Demi and I like to watch the politics. <laughs> like those, not like Dems. I mean, just like Demi, like this person that I'm referencing, his name is Demi. Okay. The 
It could be a guy or a girl. Who knows? You know, it is 2023 after all. You can be whatever you want to be. It could be a guy girl. I don't really know. But in this case, Demi doesn't pay attention to politics like you and I do. They just don't. They don't know what the fuck's going on. They just hear, oh, oh this person's bad today. God, oh, stop the insanity with the Republicans. Get a speaker, for God's sake. No, please don't have a speaker. And as I said at the time, the best thing that ever happened to this country is having the gridlock that happened for three weeks or a month or whatever the fuck it was. Because, you see, that's good for us. It's good when the government doesn't work because then nothing can get done. And that's wonderful. And you're like, you're just saying the same thing in a different way. Okay, well, I'm trying to tell you. It's better, it's better to see the government at a standstill because then they can't fuck with your children's money or your children's children's money. We don't have to pay off extreme debts and all this silly shit because honestly, it's already been done. And honestly, we don't need to spend anymore. We could stop the government for the next two years and everything would be fine. It would be. We don't need the federal government. If you think we need the feds, you're an idiot. I mean, I'm no offense. I mean, no offense to you, of course. With all due respect, of course, um, with all, and as some would say, is with all intensive purposes, we don't need the federal government. They're garbage. They don't really do much of anything. I mean, come on. Anyway, that's a whole other episode. We could talk about the federal government, how much they suck. <clears throat> the big, other biggest loser of 2023, COVID-19 science. That took a beating this this past year. Took a beating. All of the things that we were told from the beginning was, were bullshit. All of them. Every single one. From the eff- efficacy of masks to the efficacy of the shot to uh, vaccines to all of it. All of it was bullshit. All of it. I mean, listen, you know, not to reiterate. We don't need to reiterate all of it again. But come on. When you have a, a, a backroom deal between Big Pharma and the American government providing free vaccines and shit... Do you really think that that's going to lead to transparency? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how to explain it to people. I know everybody wants to win all the time. And I take no, look, and I, I know it may sound like I do. I don't take any pride in winning. I, I wish the vaccine, I, t- I was, listen, I'll, I'll tell you straight up. I was the first one in line for that goddamn vaccine. Before the mandates and before all, I was the first one in line. They said, we want to, we want to uh, give you guys an opportunity to take the vaccine. Do you want it? I said, absolutely. I fucking want it. Yeah, give it to me. Take a shot in my arm, you motherfucker. <laughs> now, in retrospect, that was a mistake. And I made the mistake, right? So, I mean, you, people get mad at me. And they're like, oh, you're a vaccine. You're, you don't like a vaccine. You're a denier. No, I took it. I took it. Thank you. Now, unlike some people, I haven't suffered from a heart condition afterward. But in the same respect, I took it. Because the science at the time, you know, we always like to talk about the science, or at least the, you know, the lefties do. The science at the time said that the vaccine would be good. I didn't have any reason to doubt it. That was the the science. And this was my point in my previous episodes was the problem that I had with the whole vaccine and with the whole COVID-19 stuff was the militancy. It was just people like getting mad if you didn't just, if you didn't agree with them. Like, if I don't agree with you, that's okay, right? We went from, I don't know what the hell is going on with America right now, but we went from respecting people with differing views then to saying, well, if you don't agree with me, you're a istophobe Nazi. That's basically where we are now. If you don't agree with me, you're a racist. If you don't agree with me, you're a homophobe. If you don't agree with me, <laughs> you're, you're a bigot. If you don't agree with me, then you're a science denier. If you don't agree with me, then you're a conspiracy theorist. Now, I don't hear this coming from the right. 
Maybe you can tell me that I'm wrong. But I don't hear that coming from the right. The only side that I hear that coming from constantly is the left. Only the left makes those istophobe comparisons all the time. Just for people who disagree. I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, does this really work? <laughs> what is wrong with that? If it's my body, my choice, which we've heard for, you know, 3,000 years now, then it should be my body, my choice with the, with the vaccine. But yet it wasn't. It doesn't make any sense. It's not, uh, the, the two don't equate. I, I just don't understand. There, there's some, some mental gymnastics that have to happen for lefties to not understand that it's basically the same goddamn thing. But okay. I mean, whatever. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. So the COVID-19 science, which was exactly the opposite of everything they told us was true. I mean, that's a big loser of 2023. I think we can all agree on that. Whether you're on the side of the vaccines or not. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying you're a turd. I'm just saying that the science was wrong. Sorry. Sorry that's offensive to you. But, you know, maybe you should have listened instead of being a militant asshole about it. The next biggest loser of 2023, Joe Biden. He's a big loser. I'm sorry. I hate to see it. I mean, I really don't. But I hate to see it in the fact that, you know, listen, more people wanted Joe Biden as president than they wanted Trump. It is what it is, right? It's not my choice, certainly. But for some people, this was what they wanted. But Biden's the biggest loser because, as we've seen throughout the end of 2023 especially, but Trump has like double-digit leads in most states. So, I mean, you can keep trying to remove him from the ballot. And this is what I don't understand. I'm just going to get into this real quick. but. If you keep trying to remove Trump from the ballot, you're just making him more powerful. He's like a Hydra. You cut off one of his head, he grows back too. Just stop fucking with him. You know, I really do think, and I really mean this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a side. Hold on. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. So I'm gonna take an aside real quick, and I wanna be honest about this. I'm just gonna be straight with you. There's no bullshit in the RIJ podcast. We just keep it straight with you. We keep it real. But let's be honest now. If you would have just left Trump alone, he probably would have fizzled out. It's just true. I, I really do think that. The, the harder that the left goes after Trump, the harder that the Democrats go after Trump, the more powerful he gets. It's just true. If you guys would have just let it go, there would be no issue. None. There would be no issue right now. Because I think that it's easy. I mean, I'm not going to give anybody any political <laughs> solution, but I think it's easy to look at Trump's record and make a good case as to why he shouldn't be reelected. I think that there's an avenue there, especially when you compare it with some, some of the people that he put in high-ranking positions. I mean, holy shit, he put some of the dumbest pieces of shit in the high-ranking positions I've ever seen, from John Polton to Nikki Haley. I mean, come on, bro. Fucking Anthony Fauci was a Trump appointee. We keep forgetting that. Hello? I mean, come on, man. There's so many vectors to attack Trump on. You know, I mean, the, the faux outrage, as I call it, the faux outrage when him talking about how he wanted to touch women or grab them by the pussy and stuff like that. I mean, come on. These are easy avenues of attack. But by going after him in a legal sense, which in my opinion is unconstitutional, but we, we can have that debate another time. But to go after Trump like this, is just a big, it's a big lose for you. And obviously it is because he keeps soaring every time that he's indicted, he like goes up like three points. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm there. It's like it's almost like uh, Democrats want him to win. And I've said this to one of my coworkers. I said it's almost like y'all want him to win because every time you attack him like this, you you gain nothing. You lose ground constantly. It's just big losers, bro. What can I say? And the the biggest 
biggest, biggest, and probably not, I mean, I put these in order, but probably not the biggest loser on this list, but a big loser, you, me, the American people. The American people were the big losers in 2023. From having our debts increased to having our economy tanked, um, to being involved with more foreign wars that we should never be fucking involved in, all of these things, um, we're the losers. We're the big losers. The American people took it on the chin in 2023. And it was hard to see, honestly. It's, it, it's um, you know, I'm a big believer in I think that people should have to uh, deal with what they voted for. There are consequences for voting. And as I said, I didn't vote for Biden and I would never vote for Biden because I think he's a piece of shit. But, you know, as some would say, irregardless of that, the, the real issue comes down to you voted for what you wanted, and that's fine. I respect that, right? You wanted more people wanted Biden? Fine. I don't care. I mean, I do, but I don't. Because I think, and I hate to be like this, but I think when you get into a certain position in life, you just let people kind of just reel with it. You just let them reel with it. You let them deal with it. You're going to have to deal with the consequences of your of your choices. And unfortunately for the poor people, it just got more poor. But you know what? It's really, it's really their problem. I don't really know what to say. I mean, when you make a bad choice, you have to deal with the consequences and I'm not going to get upset about it. I mean, I'm upset from the fact that I've seen like, you know, wealth decrease and my paycheck goes, uh, you know, less and less far uh, each and every week that goes by and groceries are astronomical right now. I mean, I'm not happy about it, but you see the difference between me and some other people is that I'll survive it. Some other people aren't going to survive this. They made a bad choice, and now they have to deal with the repercussions of that choice. And that may sound harsh. And maybe you're you're thinking, well, you're a fucking elitist for saying that. Okay. But I didn't vote that way. And it's like one of my things I said in a previous podcast. If you've been voting blue your entire life, and then you want to deal, you want to retire and then go move to a red state, my question to you is why? Why are you moving to a red state, my friend, when you don't agree with any of the things that we do? Well, it's better for my retirement. Yeah, I know, but I voted for that. You didn't. So why do you get to reap the benefits of that? You can go fuck yourself. So I do think there should be a litmus test for that. I know people disagree with that, but I do think you should have to show your voting card when you go to a state to retire, even if you want to retire to California. If I went to California and I said, here's my voting card, and they said, you don't like what we do, get out of here, <laughs> right? I mean, that's fair. I think that's perfectly fair. Now, I would never move to California because I'm not an idiot. But the difference is, is that, I mean, I, I just see that folks and I, you know, I, I mentioned it before. There's some folks in in, uh, in one of the families that I'm cl very close to and whose dad wanted to move to a red state. He's never wrote a red in his entire life. And I was like, what is this? Why are we doing this? Why, why do you get to reap the benefits of what, what I've done or what my counterparts have done in red states? You like, to, you like to shit on us all the time, but when it comes to your paycheck, well, you, then you're a little bit different about it, huh? <laughs> Come on. That's such bullshit. Anyway, I want to welcome you all guys back. Welcome to y'all guys back to the 2024 RIJ podcast. Listen, there is going to be one change that I'm going to make to the podcast. Um. This is probably going to be one of the last episodes that I touch on politics. I just don't really care anymore. I really, I think I've said what I need to say. Um, you know, if you like to play, and you're like, well, this whole episode was about politics. I know, but 
you know, and I'll probably do my yearly recaps. Those will probably touch on politics and stuff like that. But I had to make an honest list. And then I think those are the biggest losers of 2023. Um, but I don't really care anymore. I, I just, you know, the country is where the country is and it's not going to change. And people are getting more and more divided. Me talking about it's not going to change anyone's opinion. It's not like no one cares. So anyway, I'll probably touch on politics here and there, but it's not really going to be the focus of the RJ podcast moving forward. I may have some hot takes here and there. You know, remember when I defended by why I thought that bullying was a good thing? <laughs> I've had some hot takes. So, but, you know, I hope that you feel like you can come back to the RJ podcast week after week and you can get a little bit of, of, of uh, levity, right? You may not agree with everything I have to say. And sometimes, and I think this is going to be more of a culture-based podcast, right? We'll still talk about like trans issues and shit. I mean, we're going to talk about the things that are in the cultural zeitgeist. But for the most part, I'm going to kind of steer away from the political realm. I've made my very my opinions very clear. You all know where I stand when it comes to politics. But ultimately, I always thought that this podcast was supposed to be about what's funny. What's going on that's actually funny? It's nice to rant. It's nice to have the microphone where I can say whatever the hell I want for 30 minutes and I guess have you subjected to it. <laughs> but ultimately, I think the RIJ podcast, and I, and I said before, I just want to be me. And I think I am going to be me because my thing is about joking. That's what I like to do. I like to, to, you know, cut the fat out of stuff. I like to make big jokes. I like to make fun of people. It's just what I do. And sometimes those will fall in the lane of politics. But ultimately, I think we're going to kind of move away from that a little bit. Right. We're going to talk about some funny things. I really have a good episode coming up. I just wanted to start off 2024 with a bang with this one and the next episode that I have that's coming up right after this one. And I think you're going to really enjoy the Gundam because it's funny. It made me laugh. Maybe you won't laugh. Maybe you'll think it's silly. But ultimately, we're going to get there together. I hope you'll join me for this ride over 2024 as we have a good time and we rebuild the RAJ podcast to the funny thing that it was supposed to be from the beginning. All right. I hope you all had a great holiday. I'll see you in the next episode, motherfuckers. This is the RAJ podcast with your host, Robbie J.